Welcome back to Music Therapy. On this episode, I am joined by special guest Luke McGran, who is the lead guitarist of Perilla and a good friend of mine. So Luke, bro, what's going on today, man? Not much, bro, to be honest. Just here, chilling with you in it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, so what have you been doing like recently when it comes to like music and just stuff like, obviously you've been working on your band's like new album, haven't you, for like ages? Yeah, so we've actually decided instead of going for an album, we're actually going for like a, a trilogy of EPs. Oh, that's mad. So you're going to release them like in stages, like what um, Bring Me The Horizon do, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, we're, we're basically copying Bring Me The Horizon, but it's actually, it's it's such a better movie than bringing out just one entire album. Because obviously where we're still in lockdown, we can't actually get together and record the record the stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah. And recording at home, especially for me being the new member of the band, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to know what the band wants me to record without them being there, if that makes sense. Oh no, 100%, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, it's, especially in that, I feel like for me, like, especially when it came to, like, Bring Me's new EP, um, even though it was, like, 30 minutes long, it was, like, album length, but it's just, you can kind of, like, process the music more, if that makes sense. Yeah. Rather than having a whole album that's, like, an hour long, and you just forget about tracks. Yeah. And having, like, a six-song, five-song EP, and then knowing, like, three to four months down the line there's going to be like more tunes yeah it kind of makes you like more excited especially for like an up and coming band yeah. as well just to get and the music it, out it helps people remember all the lyrics and, and all the tunes even more as well so I mean like with um, Architect's new album as much as that is a great album that would have been better had they done that in stages as well because I mean for me you know I've been quite obsessed with um What's that fucking song called? Impermanence. Song, yeah, the song of Winston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, like, there's loads of other tracks on there that are so good. Yeah. But I can't remember them. Yeah, and I feel like, especially for that album being an hour long, you've got to find time to sit down or, you know, whatever, like, just listen to it. Um, and yeah, it's just such a hard song. Not hard song, what am I saying? Hard, like, album to... To get your head around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it is a good album Architects if you're listening do more <laughs> do more do you know that album is meant to be a double album they were meant to do a double album and they ended up scrapping that idea um, so yeah hopefully in the next year or so there should be more music for them which will be sick I can't wait yeah no they're, they're great if they're, if they're gonna make more songs like Impermanence like I said I'm fucking obsessed with that, that song that song yeah that song's great that song's just so it, it's got that weird like animalistic sort of vibe to it yeah like it just builds up so much rage in you and then at the end it's just like okay calm it's like crunch. and then it goes into that really nice um not operatic sort of song that sort of like nice slow chill mellow song i can't yeah. remember the name of the song now oh fight without feathers that's the one yeah 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 it's just having that that variation with that, with music, especially when it comes to like you know yeah. bands that create heavy music, I feel like that album, obviously it made number one, but it's going to surprise a lot of people thinking, oh that's a metal album, and then you hear songs like Flight Without Feathers and Demi God Meteor yeah. and stuff like that. It's well surprising. It's yeah, I think that's that's. It such... kind of reminds me of something that um, Glenn Fricker. Do you know Glenn Fricker? He does a YouTube channel on um, on. YouTube, obviously. 
and uh, he, he does like loads of um, uh, recording studio uh, tutorial things and all that sort of stuff and he was talking about in a couple of episodes about bands who were getting ready for the stage like how bands are supposed to be dynamic like if a band goes heavy all the time 24-7 then people are just going to think they're actually shit yeah, uh, but then when bands like Architect they make stuff like Flight Without Feathers and Meteor, and it just shows their full dynamic range, and that is something that I've, I I do think a load of bands do need to do. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. I feel like, yeah, especially when oh, do you know what like Rise Core is? You know, like all the bands like years and years ago that were um that were on Rise Records. Like members may fire and miss my eye and like those kind of bands. Oh, I love miss my eye. Which don't get me wrong, amazing bands, but when they just had the category, category where they had the formula that just sounded so similar and exactly the same, kind of like generic metalcore. Yeah. Um Yeah, and it just got to the point where it was just every album sounded exactly the same. Yeah. Um yeah, you need you just need to like branch out, even if you're gonna get hate from it. Yeah, just to show people that like, you can actually create different styles of music rather yeah. than just sticking to like one chugga chugga like riff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean my bands, uh, as you know, uh, we've uh, we've had a a gig come through for um, Mental Health Fest. Yeah, and I was checking out some of the other bands who who were already announced, and one of them I was listening to last night. Um, what were they called? Natal Cleft. They're from the Philippines. Oh, mental. That's cool. Not that I'm, uh, not that I'm like uh, discouraging what the guys do or anything, because obviously people like what they do. It's not my. It's not to my taste. I heard a couple of songs. One of them, which was called Paradise. Okay. And it starts out like really black metally, and then it goes into like this really nice guitar riff and then comes back in heavy. And it was really, again, not to my taste in music, but the, the amount of dynamics in that song, well, it was, it was mad. It was, yeah. actually, it was actually so mad. Yeah. And they did, they, they do it really well. It's actually crazy. Like, I think, especially like, I feel like finding new, just new like bands and musicians like that you would just never expect for you to like if that makes mm. sense is like a mad one um but yeah it's definitely great do you feel like when you listen to just music or you find new music you try to put it like into your own like stuff that you're writing sort of i mean there's a there's a new track that i've um or a new riff that i've uh, written i made a video about it it's going to be on our youtube channel later YouTube.com slash Perilla official. I think Luke's band's called Perilla for anyone. They're on literally every social media, right? You're on Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. You're on Spotify. You've got an EP out. Uh, yeah, three track, uh, six track EP. Three tracks with vocals and three instrumental tracks, which is which is really cool, actually. I know, I'd never thought that we, that um, our singer Danny, he's the one who does like most of the songs. And I didn't think that we'd go for that sort of fight, but it actually worked really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Um, oh, yeah, New Riff is going to yeah. be up on the YouTube channel. And, um, yeah, it's like one of those riffs that sort of reminded me of 
uh, Motionless and White. Oh, yeah, I, great band, I, yeah. I fucking love that band so much. And um, and then I've, we've got loads of other songs. Uh, one which is coming out on the new EP. Don't know whether I'm allowed to say the name or not, but fuck it. It's called Show Me. The intro of it kind of reminds me. Do you remember that film, The, um, the Terminator? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, I think it was the th- second one where with young John Connor and then uh, Arnie breaks into the mental hospital that, sh- that uh, John Connor's mum's in. Yeah, yeah. Not and, even, yeah. and you know that track that plays behind when he walks in and he's all serious, like... Pshh, pshh. <laughs> it it kind of... The intro to that song, Show Me, kind of reminds me of that film. Oh, that's awesome. So you're trying to get like cinematic vibes within the music. Yeah. It's, it's such a great sick. track. No, I, know, I know I'm saying that because like, I helped write it, but it actually is such a great track. No, it's great. I feel like if you're writing music and you're like, oh, I'm not sure about this, then you, you shouldn't release it, but the fact yeah. you're actually like, excited and you're saying, oh, it's a good track, and you know yeah. it's actually something special and you want to release it. It's like, you know, when you, when you hear uh, people like Corey Taylor or, or, um, or other lead singers of bands saying that, oh, this is like the best album that we've ever done. Yeah, and yeah, they, of course. They say that every single time they bring out a new album. Yeah. This, obviously for us, this is going to be our second EP. And as much as I love the first EP, I'm going to say this is actually like some of the best stuff that we've, we've written in this first EP. But there's more to come. It's meant to you've put so much work in it and you've sent me stuff that obviously I'm pretty sure nobody else has heard. Um... And it's so, it's so like just out there. It's so like fucking bizarre, which I think in a way is it's sick because it's not just, it's not just metal music. There's so many different like genres and inspirations from all of you guys just chucked into like yeah. even just one song. And I'm just listening to it like the song you showed me the other week, which I'm not even gonna say the name of because like it's it is a banger. Um, that was just an instrumental um at the time, but that was just like it's just mad like it's just so weird how you know just the music's just so bizarre definitely like when that EP comes out it's gonna you know it's gonna surprise some people it's gonna be sick um yeah what other like influence do you do you have like well obviously you're massively into like metal um but like what other like musicians or bands do you like just outside of metal if that makes sense um well, I mean, obviously, as you know, I'm like Muse. They're my first band, love, first ever band, love. and I'm on my guitar rig that I've got, which you can see in front of you. I've got like pretty much every single effects that Matt Bellamy uses. He uses like synthesizers and whammies, and don't know if you know what all this shit is, but but like, um, yeah, I do take influence from Matt Bellamy using my own guitar rig. Because I like being very experimental with my guitar playing. Yeah, of course. Like, uh, it is, as you said, it's, it's kind of stupid for bands to just stick to just one formula. Yeah. Doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing with guitarists as well. Like, if they stick to just, like, one chord progression like throughout their career, I mean, back in the 60s, that would have worked. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you're talking about bands like uh, the Beatles, yeah, four chords in each of their songs, but they made a career out of it. But obviously, as music has, uh, as music has grown, obviously people don't want to hear. Well, I say people, 
uh, like metalheads and and people who like rock music as well. They don't just want to hear like four corporations. They want stuff that's gonna surprise the shit out of them. Yeah. Um. Well, I just showed you the new Jared Dine song, and yeah. your face fully dropped for the whole of that. But that's it, just a song where you just you don't expect what's going on. And I feel like having that formula of oh, you you know, it's gonna be like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and then you've got the breakdown back into the chorus, and then, like, the outro. That's such an easy formula for metal bands to do because they know it works. But going out of that and just changing the whole formula within a song, it's going to surprise people where they're like, what's going on? And it kind of, like, makes them pay more attention to the actual song and the structure within the song. And then when that, you know, breakdown hits, people are like, what the fuck, this is sick. And obviously that song, the new Jared Dine song, that's guitar solo. Like, yeah, that it was, came out of nowhere. It's, it's just like this really, really calm piece of music, and then all of a sudden you hear <laughs> <laughs> just dirty hitting to that solo. It's just oh, it's such a good song. It was actually really amazing. I'm quite, I'm to be honest, I'm quite surprised how Jones, I, like I knew he could scream, but hearing him scream like he did in that song. Yeah. Like, obviously, I know um, Howard from Killswitch Engage. Killswitch Engage, yeah. And, um, like, I loved all their sort of metalcore stuff that they did, like uh, End of Heartache and all that sort of stuff, all them really lust soft metal songs. And even though he screams at them, like, I've never actually heard him scream like that, and it just blew me away. It was mad. It's the aggression in that song... Then when it goes into the chorus, just his clean vocals are just... I, I can't even explain how just great they are. Um, yeah, it's such a well-put-together song. Uh, the song's called The Blade. It's on Gerald Dine's YouTube channel. And their little collaboration is called Scion. I believe I pronounced that right. And we just checked, and it is on Spotify. Anyone Spotify? That, it's on Spotify. What was I just saying? You said Scottify. It's on Spotify. We love that. The Scottish Spotify. It's on the Scottish... <laughs> it's on the Scottish Instead Spotify. Instead of having bands, they've got people like Frankie Boyle just taking the piss out of everything. You know, it's, it's such a great, great song. So, you know, so well put together. Um, you know, what other, what other music you've been, like, checking out recently? Even if it's old, new, like, whatever. Like, what, so... What's been blessing your ears? So my sister, she when she comes back from uni, obviously she hasn't been to uni for the past year because of lockdown yeah. and shit like that. But every time she comes back from uni, she's always got new music for me to listen to. That's it. And one of the more recent ones um, is a band called Oomph. They are like a German German metal band, a bit like Rammstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard, I think, maybe just about an album's worth of their songs like 10 tracks of theirs and they're all so fucking good like they, it's got that weird sort of electro vibe but also at the same time it goes into metal and the singer I can't even remember the singer's name now but yeah the singer he, he's he's so good at what he does like even though he does like that one that one tone that um, Till Lindemann does from Rammstein just got that one like sort of tone to his voice but he he does it so well and that's what that singer of oomph does as well he he just has that sort of one uh one tone to his voice but he's able to extort it to like his uh 
uh, fucking limits. That's the word I'm looking for. Limits, I love that. Um, yeah, I've also been getting into a lot of other stuff apart from metal. Like, um, there's a band called the Rubber Bandits. My sister showed me this song called Black Man. If you haven't heard it, go and listen to it on Spotify because it's so funny. The Rubber Bandits. The Rubber Bandits. The song called Black Man is a is basically about this guy who who's like this big gangster who's got all these people in his gang, but the one person he don't have is a black man. Like so, he goes through the song saying that. Um, Oh, I've got the Japanese guy who's good with names. I've got the tough chick who might be gay. And all that sort of stuff. It's just so funny. So what what's that what would you call that genre? Like like commit like com- you know, like the I, I would call it pop because like the comedy kind of influence within their music, like Bone for Soup and stuff like mm. that. Like they just don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. But the this band, they're with that particular song anyway, I haven't really heard much else of theirs apart from that one song. Um, it's it's like comedic pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. If, if you were to hear, the, I'm gonna play like ten seconds of this because I don't want you to get copyrighted or anything. No, no, it's chill. Do it. Sounds like Michael Jackson. It does. And if you listen to the guy singing, is that not Michael Jackson? It's such a sick song. It's so funny. But honestly, does that not sound like Michael Jackson to you? That's not exactly like Michael Jackson. How bizarre is that? It's weird, isn't it? That's... What? <coughs> that's... Nah. That's weird. That's super strange. Um, wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a funny song. Go and listen to it. But yeah, I've also been... Um, getting into like some of the old music that I used to listen to like uh, Culture Club I've yeah. heard of them I don't know why I've heard of them but I've heard of them probably your mum's heard of them or something and she's played them probably yeah but yeah Culture Club with uh, Boy George I don't know what it is but for some reason every time I've been waking up I, I've just had like this random song stuck in my head yeah I don't know why it happens like the other morning I woke up and I had uh um, White Room by Cream. I oh, had that song mad. stuck in my head. You know, the one from um, from the Joker film. And then I went onto Google to try and find the try and find the song. And then I find out that um, Apocalyptica and Jacoby Shaddix, they've just done a cover of it. I was like, it literally yeah. released like, last week, didn't it? Yeah. And I listened to it and I was like, yo, this is mad. How do you get this sound from four cellos? Yeah. That's mad. I was going to ask you a deep question next. Um, yeah, go on. Like, if you're having, like, a proper, like, shit day and you just have, like, no motivation, like, what would you go to, like, when it comes to music? Do you have, like, a specific, like, it, song or It depends or on why I'm having a shit day. I mean, if if it's for work or something like that, then I'm probably going to be either angry or just in pain. Like, that, that, I know that sounds, like, proper deep, but I mean, like, in pain with my back because I've got, like, Back problems. Yeah, when it comes to playing guitar, yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's to do with work, then I usually go for something like In Waves or um, Reincarnate, Motionless and White. Oh, In Waves by True and Reincarnate by Motionless and White. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then if I'm ha- if if I'm having a shit day because of you know family arguments or something like that, then I just play 
um, a band called Science Arctica, like a power metal band. Yeah, no, it's something like games downloaded. We'll play that in a minute. Um, yeah, I play Science Arctica. They do got like, all these really nice ballady type songs. Yeah, I've got a playlist on Spotify that's just basically all their ballads that they've done. Oh, that's mad. It actually is. I'm going to send you it in a minute. Um, but yeah, now that you've shown me this new song by Sion, that's that's going to be my one of my go-to songs now. I think, yeah, especially when you're... <clears throat> when you find a new song and you don't expect... Or like... Or you, when, even when you find a new band um, and you've never heard any of them, you just click on it on YouTube or Spotify or whatever and it's just you don't know what to expect and you yeah, realise it's an absolute banger. Mm. That's like that song will always stick with you for like ages. It's like the first time I heard "Lost in um, Lost in the Wave" by Landmarks. It's just that blew me away, and the breakdown, bro. When, nah, like his gutturals on the screens and everything was oh, it's actually insane. Yeah, I remember. What was that song that you showed me by Landmarks? It was that song. It was that song. Yeah, I I didn't like his clean vocals in that. Yeah, I weren't a fan of them. He sounded a bit too like um. You know the band Issues? Yeah. It sounded a bit too like the clean vocalist of, of that band, and I didn't like him either. Like, he's got that really American, nasally, high-pitched sort of death rattle. Yeah. And it just sounds horrible. The weird thing is, though, that is everyone, when they release their new singles for the new album that comes out on Friday next week, um, everyone's been comparing him to Chester, which I'm like, I don't think he yeah, exactly no. sounds like Chester Bennington. Um, but when yeah, I remember you texted me saying oh, I'm not really a fan of the vocals. But I think it's mainly because them being a French band, they've probably you know they've got their French accent and stuff. Bro, are you saying that I don't like French people? I'm not. No, I'm not <laughs> saying that. No, not all. But no, I totally understand why. You know, it's just interesting to see on other people's thoughts when it comes to music. Um, there is one band that I forgot to say as well that I heard recently because I was on. Um, uh, my lead singer Danny yeah. he does uh, Twitch streams and things like that and I was on his stream and I, he was playing Rocksmith I tried to get him to play uh, Hysteria by Muse and he was like no I've got to pay for that I'm playing it so I added it to his playlist anyway and it came up with a band called Mass Hysteria isn't that a song? no tis a band tis a band from France oh mad and they did, uh, on Danny's uh, Rocksmith stream, he played a song called uh, Pluska Du Metal. I think I pronounced that right. Pluska Du Metal. I think that's how I pronounce it. Shut up, if I've got it wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I was listening to that. And the lead singer, he was, he was singing in French and he was singing in English in some parts as well. And it was quite a cool combo. But the song itself, my God. It was actually amazing. It was really cool. I like how it is when... You know when you hear metal bands from your own country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, holy shit, this is great. But other other metal bands that you hear from other countries are like, why don't we have this kind of metal? Yeah, it's... That's... Whoa. That's weird you say it, yeah. Because I feel like the English metal scene at the moment is... Non-existent. No, no, I wasn't going to say that. No, I was going to say it's, it's doing parts really of, well. In certain parts of the country, it exists. But, I mean, with if you go somewhere like um, like Birmingham, then there's a 
big metal scene there. They've got a club there, which I've told you about many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, of course. Where, where they play like all these alternative and, and rock and metal type songs. But then you go into somewhere like London, and it's really hard to find a specific place in London that has a metal scene. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, when it comes to like just clubs or places to hang out. Um, I always say more like just bands in general. In British bands, we've got obviously Architects, While She Sleeps, Bury Tomorrow. We've got Bring Me, which are now huge. Um, I mean, Bring Me have always been quite big though, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, we've got Billy from My Valentine, they're Welsh. Uh, we got what are they? Yeah, I never knew that. Never I knew always that. thought they were American. No, they're Welsh. Uh, we obviously got Biffy Clyro, which I wouldn't say metal band, but they're they're doing amazingly. Like their new song "Space" is great. Oh, I haven't even heard it. But then listen to the orchestral version of that song. Honestly, I'm making cry. <laughs> but no, what you were saying about yeah is when it different countries have different styles of metal. What you're gonna totally agree, but what springs to mind? Is like the Japanese scene, yeah, like cross faith, dude. Yeah. They're so different, and it's it's crazy. And also, like Australian metal, I feel like when I listen to like Parkway Drive, I'm just thinking of the ocean. Like it could be a breakdown, bro, but I'm thinking of the ocean. What, what just because of like, like their, just the way they've like yeah written the music and just the atmosphere. It's... What was that song that they did where they did the music video on the beach and they're surfing? Yeah, Karma. That video it is so weird. Like, they're all dressed in, like, their, their black... Wetsuits. Are they dressed in wetsuits? They're dressed in wetsuits, yeah. I thought they had, like, some sort of coloured shirt on in one of the scenes. No, it's, they're dressed in wetsuits because they go surfing with their instruments. <laughs> <laughs> it's sick. It's such a good music video. That is hilarious. Karma by Parkway Drive. What absolute legend. I must admit, I haven't watched all of that music video, but I've listened to the song. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. I think I think it's sick that bands get influence from like where they live. If that mm. makes sense, just I feel like if you're writing a song and being in a nice atmosphere, you kind of get the atmosphere like within yeah. the music. If that makes any sense. But then again, you have got bands like uh, Polaris from Australia as well. Yeah, from Sydney. Their, yeah. their music is so dark and just fucking. <clears throat> you know what I mean. But they come from such a place, they such a place, such a happy place. And it's like, okay, they're really good at metal and being sad and being depressed and stuff. But yet they live in like one of the happiest countries in the world. Yeah, I feel like especially songs like Landmine, like we both agree that's like such a heavy song. But then if you think of the songs like all this, all this is fleeting. I think it's called and Marta from their latest album. They're such like more just relaxed, chill songs that yeah. you can like properly like vibe to. And obviously I mentioned earlier Crooked Path, mm. probably one of the best metal songs I'll ever hear. It's just such like a like a, probably the vocals itself are probably really, you know, not the happiest. Yeah. Um but it's just the instruments and everything is just so great. But they I think they're a great band, especially in the latest album is, you know, all to do with mental health. You know, when Massachusetts came out, um, you know, that's all about mental health. Um, and Hypermania is as well, yeah. about saying, you know... I think one of the lyrics is to do with, um, you know... Oh, it's before the breakdown. It's about staying in a hospital bed. Yeah, I think I've got the notebook. Yeah, it's about staying in a hospital bed and, you know, just the, you know, the amount of pills that you take and the amount of antidepressants that you take 
may not always be book has gone from my collection. May not always be good enough. That's so sad. Um, I've got to find that in a minute. But yeah, no, absolutely, you know, absolutely phenomenal band. We've we've both, you know, we both saw them. What was that? Two years ago, would you say? Two years ago. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Was it twenty? I thought we saw them in twenty. No, we didn't see them last year, did we? No, we were meant. To, we were due to see them last yeah, year. Yeah, we didn't. That's what. That's what. That's what. I was it was twenty nineteen, June thirtieth. There you go. Um, and that was that was a phenomenal gig, dude. That was so good. Do you know what? I can't actually find my fucking vest that I bought from there. Like it always lives in my cupboard, but I cannot find it. I want it back. I think my sister's nicked it off me. That's mad. What other like bands would you say are just really like good with their lyrical content when it comes to like just pushing out like the mental health stuff? If that makes any sense. Mm. Um, well, I think Architects. They again, I'm going to bring up that that one song. That one song by Architects. Um, I can, impermanent. Why can I never remember the fucking name of that? Impermanent, song? yeah. Impermanent. Where that that's that's like a song about um, people who who are like afraid to die and they're doing all they can to just like try and stop dying. Like, for me, that just seems like they're talking about um, people who they have like cosmetic surgery just to look young and and when it actually comes to like being their time they're just going to be so scared of it and it's going to it's going to just like ruin them even more that got so deep that that's interesting that you think that i i think that song for me what i vision that is um is that people go their lives just doing you know whatever they're doing and not realizing that you know life is short and you've got to like live each day mm. you know the best possible way that you can and that, you know, tomorrow your life could be over, as mm. crazy as that sounds, but just to ex- just to appreciate every second you have and yeah, just to exactly. love everything. And when you see your friends and see your family, just to actually appreciate that, you, you know, the time that you've got with them. Because you never know, like, you know, what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, that that's a great song. And I think, you know, their, their lyrics are just insane. I mean, you know, especially after what happened, you know, to Tom Soul back in... 2016 dying of cancer and then them not knowing what was going to happen to the band yeah. and then his twin brother coming in and writing all the lyrics for you know the last two albums mm. absolutely smashing it and the fact they got a number one being a metal band is like next level um, yeah I mean the only bands I know who, who've actually got number ones are bands like Slipknot and and Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and all, all them sort of like old metal bands you don't I, I've never heard of a new new metal I'm not saying like new metal is in the genre like new metal is in like being new recent metal bands That's, yes yeah, yeah. yeah I've never heard of like a recent metal band actually getting like a number one spot yeah actually insane yeah what like changing the subject when it comes to music like totally it's not let's backtrack for music and not talk about it for a sec um, I'm interested in like what you just do generally as hobbies, like you know what you you know what you watch when you just want to relax and stuff like that. Okay, um, so I've <laughs> so I've been uh, watching um, Suits on Netflix, which is really 
which is really good. Um, it's if you haven't seen it, it's basically a um, a drama show about lawyers and being in Manhattan, and Meghan Markle is in it as well. So if you like Meghan Markle, then you'll like Suits. Oh man. Um, also TGF, as you know. Um. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really watch a lot to be honest. I more, I more play games than anything. If I, if, if I was to turn my Xbox, I'd literally just be playing either Halo or Destiny. I feel like this, this might sound a bit crazy, but I feel like the way, like since I've known you, your whole humour and just the way you are, is literally down to what you watch. Yeah. And whenever we talk, because we're both massive TGF fans, is that you know. We can call each other and just reference TGF and just laugh over it. And I just feel like that's your whole humour. I don't know. Just you know, I don't know if it's just you know because we're both into those things, or if that's generally just because you just like them so much, and that's just who you are as a person. I mean, pretty much TGF. Their their comedy it just hits me like right there, bro, and. Like I don't, I don't usually show it to people because people they can just be, you know, people. But obviously, with you being, being friends with you since college, how long ago? Ten like, years, man. Ten years, bro. That's mad. That's mad. Do you want to get married? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ten years. I can. I can. Obviously, you know who I am and. You've basically gotten gotten me into a lot of stuff that I'm into now, like TGF. I mean, I I never actually heard of TGF until what, like three years ago when you told me about them. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, I I sometimes I just come out with a Birmingham accent. Like I don't know where it comes from. It just comes out of me, just because I watch TGF so much. Um. But yeah, all of these other bands as well, linking it back to music, all of these other bands that I'm listening to, like Architects, you got me into them as well. Uh, Polaris, you got me into them. This Star- is just going to turn... Skywalker. Skywalker. This yeah. is just going to turn into like a massive ego boost for you when this comes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man's is changing my life. No, it's interesting. It's it. I I appreciate like just showing people stuff I'm interested in, and the match you like really you know liking it. I remember when you got into Polaris, I was just like, I've got a, you know I've got a spare ticket. Do you want to come? Or I was I sent you a song or something, and you were like, sh- within five minutes you were like, yeah, just bought a ticket for their gig. Let's do it. <laughs> I was like, super surprised that you you know you liked something, um, especially that heavy. Like, um, when it comes to like the majority of people. Um, that I, you know, I'm friends with, they don't like that music, that that's, you know, that's super heavy. You know, I've sh- I've shown you Polaris, absolutely love them, we've seen them live. You know, when I showed you Barry Tomorrow, you were like, these are insane, we're meant to be seeing them in November. Um, yeah, and Architects as well, it's like, it's, you know, it's great, like, that you actually appreciate that. Um, well, I mean, obviously, you know, you, know, you know my music taste, so it's, to, it's like, Pretty much anything you like, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna like it as well. Yeah, which is sick. But like, if there's a band that I've heard of that you haven't heard of, obviously I'm gonna show you. But 
when I come to you and say like, yo, you heard of this band? I'm like, yeah, I've got like six CDs of theirs and all their fucking merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, which is like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't but who, who was that band that I asked you about the other day and you was like, yeah, I already know them. I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm going to have to look on my WhatsApp messages. I'm only, I honestly am blanking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to. I want to know like what's what's happening next with the band. Like when do you know when like the EP's coming out? Like or so we haven't got an official date yet. We've got a soft date for when we want it to come out. Yeah, but obviously we're not gonna make anything official yet. Uh, so just keep your eyes peeled on our Spotify and our Facebook and stuff. Um, yeah, we also have Instagram as well, which is. At Perilla Band, I think. You should see our new logo on there. It looks sick. I was about to say, you just you just uh, released a new logo, which is awesome. And yeah, um, actually excited for this uh, festival that we're um, going to as well. Or that we're playing out, I should say. Going to be playing with some really cool bands. Yeah, it's awesome that, you know, hopefully within the next few months, uh, live music's going to come back to some extent even yeah. if it's just smaller shows which I think in a way will be nicer yeah. having smaller shows but I mean as well with that as well if the shows come back that like I already know from some friends who work in the music industry like if they come back too early then they're going to be socially distanced shows and it's like do you really want a socially distanced show like the whole point of going to a music concert is to it, it, especially if you're going to a metal concert whole reason for going there is to go there and destroy some kids. Is that like to be, you know, in the pits and actually get knocked around and just appreciate it? Yeah. Going back to the time, I'll quickly, quickly mention this, because this, this story, whenever I say to my friends about this, you're going to crack up. Um, when we saw Polaris, and I don't even know what happened, but you you accidentally elbowed a kid in the nose. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And he walked away <laughs> with a nosebleed, bro. And you felt so bad. I still do feel bad, even though I'm laughing, but, you know. Yo, if that kid's listening... I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry your nose is broken, bro. <laughs> I may have just messed up his sex life, bro. No, no girl will let him go down on him. On her, I should say, no girl will let him go down on her because of that nose. Wow. Right, I think that's a good place to end it there. Bro. That's a good place to end it. <laughs> well, thanks, Luke, for telling you know telling us about your life and and you know stuff. I appreciate your time and bless up. Oi.